0: Welcome to Whole Back Rack Podcast. My name is Jessica Hare. I operate Hare Hollow Farm, and we breed boas, balls, and select colubrids.
1: Hi, I'm Jenna King. I operate ASM Royal Tails, and I breed Highland Ball Pythons. We want to
0: share our journey navigating herpetoculture, and are dedicated to promoting biohazard safety for all species. And we would love you to answer the question, what's in your Whole Back Rack? Episode 43. Is Janna dead? (laughs) Yes, Janna is dead. Okay, I have a question. Do you think teabagging someone in a video game counts as sexual assault?
1: Did you say (laughs) teabagging?
0: Can you guess what that means? If you don't know?
1: I don't know and I cannot guess.
0: I want you to Google it later. (laughs) Not now. Get that phone down. Later. This is not safe for work. And that was said after I mentioned TV. (laughs) Uh, I've been doing, not to already go off topic about 15 seconds after starting the podcast, but like, because I'm getting ready to like think about consolidating my thoughts on social media platforms for reptile keepers. So instead of like thinking about it from the reptile keeper perspective, I've been thinking more about it from like the platform's perspective. TikTok was musically. It is sort of designed to be like dancing and lip syncing to music. So can a reptile platform do as good on a platform that was designed for something different than it can on other ones? So I've been thinking about it from that way. So I've been watching a lot of, um, I don't know, video game critique videos on YouTube talking about the meta of video game culture. There's a, a really far aside Nothing. Jan's got nothing. You Google nothing. tea Bagging later and we'll move on.
1: No, I totally Googled it now and I'm I'm dying inside <laughs> while you were giving your very eloquent speech. I was uh <laughs> reeling on Google. Alright, well now you know. Um, now I know and I can't ever unknow. <laughs> do you
0: think Sean, Shane Kelly still wants to sponsor this podcast?
1: He does. <laughs> Unless we talked about TV. over the last, over the last week, or the last <laughs> drop us a line a minute
0: or two. We talked like very briefly about Shrapnel by I M Message. I don't know, mm-hmm. a couple, like a week ago or something, with with Shane. And then I was like, maybe we need to do an, an analysis real quick for his sponsor spot, because he bought a Shrapnel spot nose head clown from See the Exotics, and it's very cool looking. But what do you think about Shrapnel, Shanna? That are on the spot or
1: anything.
0: Jeez. She's a little Is
1: it known to be allelic with anything?
0: It looks like a granite type to me.
1: That's what it looks like to me, too. So, like a grim. Are those all allelic? Nobody knows. Oh, okay.
0: I think that's like the thrust of, no pun intended, my conversation. <laughs> is that all of them are cool, but all of them are at risk of being the exact same. So which one do you invest in if they're all cool
1: but very It's hard to know, yeah, because I really, really like Granite Jeans. And I'd love to have some in my collection. And I have that little Dinker girl. Remember that I picked up locally? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, you picked her up for me. I have her. But, yeah, it's hard to know. So the big ones right now are Shrapnel, Nanny. There are dinosaurs in my house sorry there's like a, there, there's dinosaurs in your house <laughs> there's
0: fucking thundering herd of children I even though I only have one rattling my entire room so I'm sure the microphone picked it up sorry keep going oh, uh,
1: I, I hear nothing okay so. good
0: well my gain is always fucked either way too high or way too low based on last week's episode so this week I turned it up so I'm sure you will hear my like blood pulsing in my forehead <laughs> as I have a conniption about something no, the Anyways, ones yeah. I think are popular: popular are "Grim Nanny" and "Shrapnel."
1: That's what I said. Right, I was agreeing.
0: Oh, okay. You didn't finish your thought. I interrupted you with dinosaurs.
1: Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just you have this base, the empty wall behind you. This, this is my base. ghost. So I like saw this like Triceratops bust through and was like, you know, I just there was a whole thing happening over there, and I was just like <laughs> really because
0: she did a show yesterday.
1: She's suffering right now, everybody. <laughs> I am an old, old lady. I'm going to be a really old lady in like two weeks.
0: What do you think shrapnel, back to our sponsor spot, which we've done a poor job of staying on topic, looks like in G-Stripe?
1: Oh my gosh, I just had a little mind orgasm. <laughs> <laughs> Can I say that on the show? Is that allowed? Yes, I don't oh, think I there's anything penises, so. What? I didn't know if there was like podcast law.
0: The only thing we can't do is uh, slander someone, technically, which
1: hmm I put the I link found to it: his Instagram. I found it. Never mind. I dumb question I found it. It was really easy to find. That's really sexy. Yeah. in a spot news. Oh Spotnose spot news is like: Kelly: like You marry me because uh, mm. your collection is really nice. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't She's know totally what it'll do in G Stripe. I think it'll good. make
0: the, the stripe narrow and not necessarily significantly different. Maybe narrow and darker, but
1: not, I'm curious not uh, so you said G Stripe, but I heard G Stripe clown. Like, right, I think that's what he's gonna do with it. Right. Right. Of course. Mm-hmm. Or he might gonna he might breed it to his his G Stripe enhancer. Well, it's a boy. So he oh, has to start. From One Direction first. Well, You mean two boys don't make eggs? (laughs) I've been doing it wrong. (laughs) I've I've watched some
0: materials on the internet that might. You know what's funny? Are you into
1: imprec now? Is that what you're saying? (laughs) Two males cannot make eggs, but two females could get together, have a party, and both make eggs. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. What episode Not having that? visited any other party, what? What episode was
0: that? What episode? The parthenogenesis episode.
1: That was the parthenogenesis episode. <laughs> part episode. That joke is about ten episodes too late. That's okay.
0: <laughs> We're all about callbacks at this point.
1: So I had somebody come up to me at the show who listens, and he has uh, blue beauties that he's going to be breeding. So I'm sorry that I don't remember your name. Or he was there helping his girlfriend vend and but if you're listening shout out to you and if you message me on my instagram tell me who you are i'll shout out you and your girlfriend's business but it was nice to meet you in person thank you so much for coming up and saying you listened that was really cool thanks buddy
0: this shout out and the discussion of shrapnel which has petered out pretty poorly brought to you by sorry shane kelly of small Town Exotics. check him out (laughs) on instagram worth market
1: and you. he might actually email me and be like I'm just going to sponsor Jessica because <laughs> you got to get your shit together girl <laughs> I
0: don't think I, I legitimately think no one has their shit together like I was like rifling around through the freezer today and I'm like I don't know what I have what to feed or where I am right now so I'm just going to pull out literally a random or what time it is you also had a time and, change. and whatever comes out I will offer that to someone later yes. today that sounds great right so good plan now on to the main topic which isn't very long because shanna's going to talk about her show experience which i didn't do because i experienced not being in a show which is different
1: oh. oh, did you have feels about missing the show or were you happy with your feet up uh-huh <laughs> um, <laughs> just I thinking know. i am not doing that right now right i don't
0: like doing shows so i like not doing shows That seems great. But they're sort of like a logistical nightmare in terms of like, I have a lot of snakes, but I can't sell them until they eat. But I made them not eat for three weeks. I wish I could go to a show and have the snakes be on a schedule and know which ones are doing good and try to sell them to people, but I can't do any of that until I dig around in my freezer again and confusedly bring out a random number of rodents.
1: That are probably not going to get eaten. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, I, I tried the adult
0: ball pythons and maybe 10, 8 out of 40 or something.
1: That's really good odds. Mm-hmm. They're like,
0: <laughs> fuck off with that frozen thalpy. I'm sure if I'd given live, I would have had a better rate, but they're all like oh, very like concerned half, with least. what's happening. Yeah,
1: yeah. They're like, this place smells funny and we can hear you. <laughs> I can hear you moving around what are you doing Mhm. oh my gosh i'm so old i cannot sit in that chair <laughs> so you're gonna hang out with me on the couch today podcast people
0: is it a casting couch it
1: must be a casting
0: couch because oh my god i can't take chris anywhere we were trying to buy furniture and every couch that was like black leather ish he's like is this a casting couch I'm like, maybe. It depends on who's on it and what they're doing. Uh, and then in the next one. Is this a casting couch? <laughs> the whole you time.
1: Been, you should have just leaned over and whispered when you found the couch you wanted and been like, is
0: this is the one. We gotta christen it. Yes. <laughs> For sure. That's uh, really funny. I'm sure the uh, deeply religious furniture store owners were very excited to overhear our conversation at every couch. There's an awful lot of uh, crucifixes hanging up, and I'm scared. In furniture stores, I mean. In furniture
1: stores. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's good That's good stuff.
0: Uh, it, moving on. All right, so I don't know if this is to grind my gears, because I, I don't feel like my gears are grinded. They're a little befuddled, right?
1: Confused my yeah.
0: gears. My, my topic is estivation. So I was on the internet, as one maybe want to do, and people were talking on the internet. And I read it. And someone, very cash, was like, ball
1: pythons estivate. What? I'm sure they didn't reference any papers. <laughs> no, they did not. They were just like, <laughs> ball no pythons hiding. estivate. It was just their opinion. <laughs> sure was. Opinions all over
0: the internet. And so I was, at first I was like, fuck this person. They're done, and I moved on with my life.
1: They could use a really, really scientific word, so they <laughs> it sounded official.
0: And then I was like, "Why? Why did he? Why did he use that word? Why did he feel entitled to that word?" Because we'll tell you what estivation is, and then we'll decide if ball pythons estivate. How do you think about that?
1: I think that's pretty cool.
0: Estivation, Jana, is a Period of dormancy during the summer and or hot, dry time of a season. And it has a lot of official things that go with it as like, you're estivating now. Metabolic rate suppression.
1: Learn us, teach.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Strategies to retain body moisture or water. Conservation of energy and body fuel reserves by whatever means necessary. Altered nitrogen metabolism. And that means oftentimes they don't pee at all and they will eliminate nitrogen from their body in different ways. And they do all kinds of biochemical processes that preserve and stabilize the organs, cells, and macromolecules so that when they decide it's moist enough to exit, they aren't like super debilitated and weak. So they'll upper leg, regulate some Things and down-related other things, and certain epigenetic changes will happen because they're like, it's dry AF. I need to make my body persist through this dry spell. And it's from the Latin for summer, which is estus, or heat, which is estus. Estivation. It's just a period of dormancy when it's hot and dry, and an animal cannot function normally.
1: In simplified <laughs> layman's terms, could you say, it's similar to hibernation yes it's like the reverse
0: of hibernation or brumation. i didn't
1: want to say opposite because that implies other things but i just like yeah i thought about
0: doing all three in like one episode like all the three states of animals but then i'm like that's too much so
1: we're just talking about why don't you just tell us let's tell us the three states because you're learning us something
0: well hibernation and brumation those people fight they're like some people think brumation shouldn't even be a word that exists. Brumation was normally like relegated to animals that were in a state of dormancy because they were too cold. But they didn't do anything particularly intense to their body to get ready for that. So like snakes and turtles and whatever. But hibernation was where it another cold dormancy state. But they did a lot to get ready. So like bears will like pack on.
1: Right, they have to eat a lot. A beautiful fat expected?
0: ass. It's so thick and juicy. And then they, they do a, a lot of processes to get ready. And they hibernate in a different way. And they come out. That was the distinction. And it's usually like endotherms and ectotherms. But that's it's sort of a fake distinction. Because they're both doing s- something.
1: A winter dormancy.
0: They're both doing a winter dormancy. And they're both upregulating things biochemically, internally. And down-regulating other stuff. Lowering their metabolism. And they're both doing something. So do we need the distinction? I like the word brumation. I'm going to keep using it. I'm fine having like... Because a snake, if you wake that fucker up in the middle of brumation, he's not like unable to function. If you warm him up, he's awake. And he's ready to go. But a bear, if you wake him up in the middle of hibernation, it's just different. There's too much going on. In the processes of their hibernation. So the
1: Latin word is hemes. So would that mean that the opposite of estivate would be like hemesivate? For winter? Yeah. (laughs) The Latin for winter is heme? Hemes. H-I-E-M-S. Cold time of year, though, is bruma. So I guess of roommate would come from that. Mm-hmm. Cool. Anyway, continue.
0: Okay, so it there's no like multiple words for estivate though. So mm. what I'm saying is a ball python doesn't go through like a specific strong change to its body in the dry season as far as all of the peer-reviewed literature says. They just don't eat because they're starving, because there's no food. And they stay in the hole.
1: But let's review... It's hot as hell outside, and hot is bad for reptiles. Right, but they don't
0: do anything. Like a a lungfish will dig down, make a little hole, it'll spit out slobber and slime, and make a, a mucus coating around itself. And it does all this stuff, it changes how it releases... Urine right, right. from its body. It does all this stuff.
1: There's ball zero. Ball python's the same. It's just, and it's in its same hole. It just right. Isn't it's literally doing, doing the exact it's same innovative. thing
0: it does year round. It just doesn't
1: inside its body. Yeah, and it outside. just doesn't
0: get to eat because there's no food. So is that estivation or is that it's just still being a ball python? It's just starving.
1: It's still being a ball python.
0: <laughs> so is that estivation? I don't know. Well, maybe. So I I googled on the internet and then I obviously google scholar but here's all the evidence for estivation in ball pythons blog posts reptile magazines articles for the for the use of the word estivation in the context of what ball pythons do during the dry season and wikipedia wikipedia cites the nigeria tree ball python paper as its evidence for using burrows as estivation sites if you go read the Nigeria paper, they never even mention estivation. They're mostly just talking or about ball
1: like... pythons. They're talking about a different kind of
0: python. No, there's... we're still talking about ball pythons. But they're talking about ball pythons in the trees of Nigeria, like the, those Nigerian papers that are famous, mm-hmm. right? But they don't mention estivation ever in that paper. <laughs> so the Wikipedia article is using that as a source. It doesn't even mention it. All right, great, good evidence. There is a paper that says ball pythons go into rodent burrows to estimate. It's called The Photoreceptors and Visual Pigments and the Retina of a Bowed Snake, the ball python. And it, it uses, as citation for ball python estivation, two books. One from 1961 and nine, one from 1987 that are not actually even about ball pythons specifically. Are just like pythons of the world or whatever. From okay. 1961
1: information there I'm sure yeah it's quality current information so right now
0: I'm not seeing any this is what a ball python does throughout the year in the dry season each ball python chooses not to leave any burrows that it happens to be in because it just wants to die and so it will stay in there and turn into a little baby bear and form a little (laughs) cocoon and it just doesn't leave. It's, it's actually estivating. It's we have come no out. evidence of that It's going to come whatsoever. out a lizard. <laughs> like, you could technically be like, anytime the any animal is dry, it's estivating. Or it's summertime, right? Maybe. Right? Mm-hmm. So if that's the definition we want to go by, like it's dry, then I'm Your estivating right now. I'm <laughs> estivating in Oklahoma. It's fucking <laughs> hot
1: here.
0: The lips are chapped all the time. Ugh.
1: Your body is like, where's the water from the air? Yeah. I can't get any water from the I'm gonna air. I'm going to be dead Why soon.
0: <laughs> should, I <laughs> should estimate. Why the excavate?
1: air so dry?
0: I should form a little like <laughs> metapod in the fucking, and then cocoon up and then excrete mucus and then start to <laughs> excrete urea from my butthole. I don't know. I don't know. It's like saying a boa that experiences the cooling season on whatever island it's on is brumating. Is it brumating because it's slightly colder? Is a ball python who's doing exactly the same thing he does year-round, but just is accidentally being starved because there's not enough rodents? Is that actually estivation, or is that just a ball python in the dry season?
1: Tell me, Jana. I believe it's the ball python during the dry season, according to the definition of estivation. (sighs) <sighs> yes i i agree ball, ball pythons I, do not estimate <laughs> there are there are um ball python breeders who's that one we've mentioned several times you've mentioned several times that does not choose to feed his ball pythons in the summer at all
0: ben russo is that your charm out Who?
1: Ben you Russo. Out? i think so
0: yeah he does very seasonal feeding that's fine but i wouldn't say he's estimating Estimation is like a very specific process, and just like
1: I'm not saying estimation, I'm just saying there are people with a school of thought that ball pythons shouldn't eat during the summer. Sure, during the laying season, that none should eat.
0: I, I I think largely Ben Russo is correct. I just don't know like to what degree he is correct, or nor that it matters. Like I don't know, does it matter if you feed them some in the summer? They seem fine. Should you feed the shit out of them all the time their whole lives? Probably not. But I I don't know if his mix of exactly feeding is... Doesn't even really match what they do in the wild. So I don't... He's just doing what works for him. Now, I did find a very nice paper on the starvation of ball pythons versus rattlesnakes versus rat snakes. And I'll put that in the show notes. Because the ball pythons... So their metabolism was... After two weeks, when they like went back to normal time, was lower than when they're actively digesting, of course. But then it still fell off as they starved longer and longer. But ball pythons were the only group that at like day one forty or something had like a metabolism boost, and so actually like almost recovered back to baseline because their body was like, maybe we should go look for
1: food harder. And then here's some energy to go hunting. <laughs> yeah. Hey, look, you're going to die soon, so maybe you should get off your ass and get a rack.
0: <laughs> like, you could see how much lo- weight they were losing. All of them grew, because obviously snakes still grow. They don't give a shit. Even if they're starving, they'll still grow, because they're like, I might eat soon. But they had these <laughs> snakes starve for 168 days, which is longer than the dry season in where they live, West Africa. Okay. They did not form a cocoon or... Do any kind of special process that was significantly different than acting like a ball python because they sensed that it was the dry season or whatever, like there was a famine. So, I don't have any evidence for actual estivation, is what I'm getting at. But I do have evidence of how they act when starved, which I thought was really interesting. Dinosaurs are back. There are lots of animals that do estivate, they do very specific things. Lungfish is a great example, spadefoot toads, snails, even like. Headwater stream salamanders. Like, they must estivate in the middle of the summer because there's no water in the stream anymore. And they need water or they die. A ball python probably still comes out and forages a little bit in the dry season. Then he's like, this is lame. And he goes back, right? He could eat at any time. He's not, like, forced to go into, like, a torpor state. Doesn't find anything. So, I don't think they estivate. I don't think, think that word is being used to sound cool. Instead of...
1: To sound educated in the know.
0: Right, but that's one of those, like, you... To me, when you use that word to mean, like, starvation in a ball python, you don't actually know what you're talking about. As usual. Wikipedia. And if you want to use it just to mean any time an animal in the summer is having, like, a period of dormancy, then every fucking animal in the earth estivates constantly all the time, including me. Because I'm about ready to
1: dry out. You are dried out. hmm <laughs> Whenever I visit somewhere that has no humidity or low humidity, my skin literally screams in protest. And I go from drinking, like, 24 ounces of water a day to, like, 100 ounces. <laughs> it's ridiculous.
0: Yeah, well, monkeys aren't supposed to live in the desert. I don't know if you knew that.
1: Human monkeys. <laughs> Human monkeys aren't supposed to live in the, in the desert. Mm-hmm it's time for news are you going to this uh, annual conference no I
0: just put this out there because one of our listeners uh, Kevin Saunders was doing it one of our listeners wish I could speak English the West Virginia Herpetological Science annual conference meeting September 9th and 10th and 11th at the Kanawha State Forest Kevin's going to be there and Dr. Polly my and Kevin's professor
1: oh cool it'd be cooler if you were going but that's okay. I forgive you.
0: Um, I don't live there anymore. I don't know if you noticed.
1: Yeah. Isn't that your like
0: home slice? I don't know where my home slice is. Maybe I'm cast adrift. So thank God. State 48 hit the GHI Mojave puzzle. It's glorious. I know. It's glorious. If you haven't seen it, go look. Yeah. Joel hit the GHI puzzle like a couple weeks ago now. He must've had another pairing that had a chance at it. 10 out of 10. I would marry that snake, probably.
1: So what we really want to know is, are you going to get into puzzle?
0: I think the answer is inevitably I will get into puzzle. It's just extremely difficult to determine what time that will happen. We had a, just kind of updates, but we had somebody come and like, look at the stuff to so be fixed around the house and maybe offer a bid And so Chris was, like, trying to tell them everything in the whole house that could ever be fixed. I'm like, stop. I don't want to bid for something that doesn't matter in the next couple months, right? Who gives a shit?
1: Prioritize. Prioritize. Yeah, he's like, what about
0: this door? What if we do this? I'm just, like, mad. And then I made it embarrassing by being embarrassing in public. (laughs) Oh, no. No, I was like, listen, just stop talking to him for a little bit. And then we went out to, like, the snake building. This is probably $30,000 worth of work. So don't even think about what else you would dream of happening in the house. Let's do the snake yeah. building first so the snakes can get out. Point is, you can't spend money on a, starting a puzzle project <laughs> when your snakes are not even in their building, is what I'm saying. doesn't matter if you like it or not. Yeah. You can't go get new ones until you're, the ones you have are
1: taken care of. Mm-hmm are you getting into puzzle i am not getting into puzzle
0: ever in your whole life
1: i do not speak for future (laughs) janna
0: yeah i like puzzle a lot but puzzle does not play well with pied why do you
1: have pied you need to get rid of your dg pied stuff and you need to get into puzzle
0: that's a fine idea but like it doesn't make me into puzzle any faster like if I sold my DG Pied stuff, which there isn't that much of that, I would buy half of a hemipene of one male puddle. <laughs> you know, it's like, it doesn't matter, right? And I can't qu- intake anything into quarantine. I also can't feed anything currently, you know, okay, cal- Calm pie. down, calm down. So I'm, I like, meant like I'm not next selling year. or buying anything <laughs> until something normal starts happening. Like, I actually know what's going on with the collection. I put a picture on here. I thought it looked nice. This is why I don't get rid of Pied. Super Blackhead Ghost Pied. Super Blackhead Pied. And Super Blackhead Mojave Ghost Pied. Produced by S.A. Balls. It was on Facebook
1: this week. Yeah, those are those are pretty sexy. Yeah. I like Pied a lot.
0: Yeah, I, I like Pied too. It's fine. It just it, do, it poorly combos with a lot of things. just does better with other things. It's just fine yeah which one's your favorite there's a lot of debate in the comments like which one was people's
1: favorites it's really hard to choose i want all three of them <laughs> i like them all for different reasons which is the shittiest answer ever i'd probably if i had to pick one there's a gun to your head there's a gun to my head i'd probably pick the, the super blackhead ghost pied yeah I probably like that one the best too. I, I really like the blackhead pied and that's what hurts me to not pick it, but the ghost is really nice and, and it's more powerful. <laughs> it's a nice, it's nice. The super blackhead Mojave ghost pied is absolutely stunning and beautiful and I love the coloring, but that's not the coloring I look for in a pied. As gray as it is. I know it's like very appealing, I'm not saying it's Awful or anything. I just am saying that I prefer color in my Pied.
0: But you like Mojave pies normally that have like a yes. yellowy gray, yeah, for saddle. Sure.
1: And I like this one. I just saying, I've gotten to my head and I had to pick. That's the that's definitely not the one I'd pick. Uh, the other two is it was it was hard for me. <laughs> well, this segues into Justin's video. Did you watch his video, the Black azanthic one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I watched that one. I've been watching that project. A lot. <laughs> black Axanthic and Ghost. A match made in heaven. What do you think of it?
0: So his videos look nice. I'm not disputing that. But every time I go on work market and look at the quality of adults <laughs> or other examples, they look not black exanthic sometimes.
1: Even from his lines? Yeah.
0: They're like, This is the cousin. I'm like, Ew, it looks like a fucking like the worst Joel Exanthic ever. But then some of them oh. look really nice. So it's it's still a problem of selective Quality. breeding and picking the right animal and only keeping the best animal. Because some of them look no different than any other poor exotic type. That's Even as fact. babies. Even as babies. And I, um. I just don't understand. I think these ones look particularly nice from Justin because he has blackhead and leopard and a bunch of stuff in it that will darken it up and make it look real jazzy. I don't know. Somebody write in and explain to me. If you're working that
1: project, why some of them
0: look so bad, so bad, and some of them look so good, and it's such a strong difference. Like you know, a really shitty VPI. Like a lot of VPIs look very similar.
1: Yeah, see, that's the problem I have also with Anthic, is that they're so, they're such crappy ones, and then there's really nice ones, but all of them are being continued to be and I don't. Some of them, like, uh, yeah, I can tell you that that that's an exampic, but you're not gonna be able to tell when it's an adult. Yeah.
0: Who was it? Uh, Oh, it was on MJ's RCR tour. Did you see that? It was almost on the list, and then I was like, I don't know if we have time to talk about it deeply, but he showed a BPI exampic, Super Asphalt male. It had a little size to it, though. That shit was yellow AF. Yellow. Very yellow. Yellow, Very yellow. It was definitely Exanthic. Because it didn't look like a normal super asphalt. And it's fine that he had that. It's just... It was nice. Don't tell Will. It was nice. Will, if you're listening. The fact remains that Exanthic... We have no Exanthic that's truly Exanthic. They all leave a small amount of yellow behind. Whether that's... They leave 10%. 5%, 3%, 2%, 1% 5%, 3%, 2%, 1% It's all on that last set of percent is based on selective breeding and this asphalt was very yellow as a whatever 800 gram sub yeah.
1: um, um who's the guy that just does a Xanthic who produced the Stormtrooper JD Constriction JD Constriction he, his are really nice I don't hmm. know I'm assuming they are,
0: but I've seen some of his adults. That don't look nice. It's just luck. Sometimes, maybe he outcrossed something. He's some of his adults are very nice, but since you're posting babies, I'm not saying his snakes aren't nice. By the way, but I've there's like a pretty famous, famous, infamous. I think it was a, a ballpythons.net forum post where, like, I bought this snake and it was supposed to be this. People complaining about Xanthics not looking like the pictures and not look living up to their expectations. I can see how the, the morph is problematic for people. Because what if you made it and it looked pretty good when you took the picture originally, but it was starting to yellow up fast and you didn't take pictures in time to, like clarify what the exact disposition of the animal was at month three and four and five. Right. How, it, the genetics are still the same and it's obviously not as nice of a quality. How do you avoid a lot of the misconception about what it's going to end up looking like? Especially when you put desert ghosts in it. Whew.
1: Just kidding. <laughs> that was a thumbs down for those of you who can't see Jessica. <laughs>
0: So, so Will showed a lot of Desert Ghosts, because he has a lot of Desert Ghosts, and he showed a Desert Ghost exanthic, like something, pastel or something. That thing was yellower than my pee. <laughs> In Oklahoma. <laughs> Where I'm dehydrated and dying. It was still really nice. It was still really nice. Very nice. It's a Desert Ghost. It's the, of course it looks nice. I don't know what to do, Chana. I don't know how to convince people to stop what they're doing and actually like selectively breed you can't the, the xanthics first too. to make them very low yellow and then cross it into desert ghost
1: people are too impatient to do that right. properly and maybe
0: VPI isn't the line to do it with maybe it should be TSK or MJ or black xanthic I mean I have a VPI and she's pretty good she's pretty good I haven't posted a picture of her in a while for an adult BPI. But I don't know if she's the best. I don't, I don't How do I know, Jana? Is she good enough? Like, I don't have, like, a bunch of them to compare. Like, yeah, I do with, like, a litter of boas. We're like, oh, okay. Just have one. So, like, I'm forced to use the only one I have. Right. <sighs> yeah, we're all complaining. All right, Jana. Pl- tell me about your show.
1: How rich is your child? Is she a millionaire? Not a millionaire. It was one-day show. Um, it's a sm- the smaller show, and we did about 1,800, and I sold nine snakes and 400 of that 1,800. What my kid made.
0: So that is less than the April show. May
1: show. Less than the May show. Plus kids. Twelve stuff. snakes. Yeah. Plus kids stuff. I did 12 snakes and 2,400 at the. Did Holly do good? She did not. And this is the very first time she's ever not done well.
0: Oh, Mark is sounding sad. Yeah,
1: but since Holly is selling
0: stuff, it's like ten to forty dollars or whatever.
1: Yeah, yeah. So normally she does. She did four thousand at the May show and only did four hundred. Whoa! The, yeah, and the did April she, she brings snakes pack north. She did. She brought. Oh, did she sell any snakes? They sold two snakes, yes. Oh, sorry, Holly. It was just a really slow show, so...
0: Did you get Little Caesar's
1: Pizza? Mm Mm-hmm. It was worth it. Totally worth it. I mean, it was definitely worth my time. I'm not sure it was worth Holly's.
0: I don't know. We answered life's questions. I'm sorry it was a less busy show. I guess it was to be expected. Like, if you were going to downgrade the spring show for economic activity a little bit I'm surprised Holly's was such a precipitous drop though
1: yeah I wonder if because she was spending a great deal of time because it was her boy's first time trying to sell the corn snakes and so I wonder if her business suffered because she wasn't chatting people up and being her normal outgoing self she was over talking to people about snakes
0: maybe I'm not sure I don't know
1: I'd be curious i thought most of her
0: stuff just sort of sold because people were browsing and they're like i thought it I yeah they it sold it so like I, yes i see earring i understand earring i put it on you know so like she wouldn't need
1: to but she is very outgoing and very chatty and i don't know i think some of that might make people buy from her more sure or stand there and keep looking until or they, they find like, something she's a like, hot mom she's a hot that mom that I'd like to be friends with, so mm-hmm. I'm gonna stand here and chat with her and buy her products. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm just curious if that had any effect. Which obviously there's no way to know the answer to that. I just I'm curious because she always does really, really, really well.
0: Did she tell you if that was like the worst reptile show she's it, ever done?
1: Huh. I think that's the worst show she's ever done. Craft, farmers market. She makes way more than that even at her local farmers market. Still still weekly
0: yeah okay It's got to be still worth it for her to have done it right
1: no because they had to drive down four hours each way which is a tank of gas and they did a hotel room
0: oh they did a hotel too mm-hmm. or instead of driving it all one day
1: yeah and she mm-hmm. brought her kids with her because they were doing snakes and so i'm sure that they had to eat out to at least two meals the dad, she definitely spent more on the trip than she did on what she made at the show.
0: Sorry, Holly. Everybody go to Mesa Terra and buy a set of earrings. She has, she has lots of cool store. stuff.
1: Or you can order a custom with your own uh, animal snake or lizard shed. The building was hot AF. And I mean it had to have been at least 90 degrees in there. And then the humidity know. was 100%. So, like, I sweated through, like, two shirts and was, like, literally my hair was dripping flat, like, the Gross. whole day. It was so awful. And then we were right next to this train, this, like, commuter train that ran, like, every 15 minutes, and it would shake the whole building. It was, it was a brutal day. <laughs> so, would
0: you redo that one? Like, the summer Portland show again? Or maybe try it again next summer? Because it's it, going to be hot no matter what. if They're doing the same building every time.
1: So this isn't the building that's been in in the past. They were in a new building. Oh, so you're it gonna was keep awful. Building? And there were there was no bathrooms. What? We had to go across the street to what? the hotel lobby. Yeah, there was no bathrooms in this building.
0: Yeah, fuck that. Uh, hello. Show promoters, women can't keep it in their Bladder for even ten minutes sometimes.
1: I would I pee, but I should went, check. I, should just... I went to the bathroom before the show started and did not go to the bathroom until it ended.
0: You're, she's like five inches post away from
1: a urinary post infection. Three kids. Oh, so.
0: <laughs> she was wearing the pins. Everybody, she was able to pee pee in her in her pants. She okay. Just kind of let
1: it out real slow. Yeah, you don't want to totally gush fine. her. Oh God.
0: Yeah, that would be a literal deal-breaker for me, and I wouldn't bend if it was at that location again. Yeah. so It's just like normal hygiene. Like, there's a certain amount of, like, hand sanitizer that it becomes, like, a sticky mess, so you have to go wash your hands every once in a while. For
1: reals? Yeah. Yeah, I know. So I don't know. It, i definitely going to have to think long and hard about if I'm going to do it. I don't know if I'll do their think, January show either. I have a
0: real question: Is that legal? Was there I have
1: no idea like to I have that like many people
0: in a in the space, trapped ish, and they could only go outside of the building to go to the bathroom?
1: It didn't feel legal.
0: Yeah, right in
1: all lawyers. I'm though. betting that it um, rent that space then because there was a big convention room inside the hotel, and that would have been nice. Had, it would have been really nice. It looked really nice. And I was like, why are we doing it here? <laughs> Where there's bathrooms.
0: Daytona was this week, right?
1: Yep. Right now, today. Um, it's the last day.
0: Yeah, Sunday. Everybody. August 21st. Are you jealous you weren't
1: um Um, I'm a little jealous that there's people posting from, like, the beach and their hotel rooms with beach views. And I I love Florida in general. I lived there for a little while. And it's like totally felt like home when i lived there and oh yeah it'd be nice to go back but do i care that i wasn't at daytona probably probably not oh i will not be at arlington
0: your show is that
1: time the spokane show got switched to the same weekend so i already had purchased four tables to go to that so bummer
0: yeah still want to go i my like mental space is very weird though you probably shouldn't
1: try to go while you're still trying to like Right. If the snake house basic isn't, human ready, life.
0: <laughs> isn't ready and they can't be like protected from heat and cold, then I'm not going anywhere ever. Ever. That's just my point. But that's like, you know, a month and a half from now, so like right now, because the snakes are in the garage, I have to like open the door during the day to let the air from the house cool the garage down and then close it at night at just the right time to like conserve the heat in the garage but not let them cool down too much uh-huh. they're not positioned in such a way they could all have their heat things plugged in right now right so I can't go anywhere anyway right because I have to right babysit babysit this fucking door I would just like turn in like the oil heater and like plug it in blast it to like 82 like keep the thermostat to make it I don't have that here <laughs> What was the composition of the animals that you
1: sold? A lot of bananas and a lot of stuff under two hundred.
0: Anything over two hundred?
1: We sold one four hundred dollar snake. That was a banana banana combo. Male? What's it mean? male banana disco and chi head clown. It's really sexy.
0: <laughs> Did they want to breed it?
1: Uh, maybe in the future. Okay. But they're mostly was, buying it like a nice looking pet correct okay. the dad wants to eventually breed but it, his daughter wanted a pet snake so
0: okay nothing so mostly banana and cheap still yes. did you bring anything expensive that you were just trying to see if they would sell
1: i brought my super gravel mail oh the baby mm-hmm.
0: just to see if he would sell mm-hmm. even though you kind of want to keep him
1: I haven't decided if I'm partying with that whole project. I'm parting with the whole project that I have the super grapple female that I can use in other projects like the Clown Pied or the G-Stripe Clown.
0: Right. The female is the more long-term pullback. Correct. But nobody wanted to buy him. Did, did anybody, was anybody interested? A
1: did couple you, of people.
0: Did you bring him because Lindsay sold that highway?
1: Yeah. I brought him because I thought, you know, maybe another breeder would buy him or somebody looking for like a high-end pet because he's really pretty, but he was in shed, so it wasn't even like shining or anything. So there was a couple of people who were looking at him for their breeding projects and a lot of people, oh, if that was a girl, I'd be buying that right now. So I was like, yeah, I kept the girl. (laughs) I mean, if he had sold, I wouldn't have been sad about it, but if he doesn't sell, I'm also not going to be sad about it. Did you sell any female
0: hats that were priced the way female hats are supposed to be priced?
1: nope guys did sell some female huts that were underpriced, underpriced and that were to like potential well like people who are trying to be breeders
0: did you meet anybody new besides blue beauty guy and gal does he have a gal? he's or a, a
1: gal she's the one that was there selling I think geckos or lizards of some kind we were chatting it up about blue beauties and i was like oh because emily from snake discovery just did another blue beauty video of uh, another clutch and so she features them on her channel quite often so we had a really good discussion about how she should be reiterating or not necessarily her responsibility but maybe parents should be stepping into but she's created this energy and craze in the reptile industry because she's getting into the homes of children who are educating their parents about reptiles, who are bringing them to reptile shows, and they're, they're all now wanting snakes and seeing how cool snakes can be, which is fantastic. Or lizards or geckos. I mean, she features all reptiles, and she's a reptile educator. But they fall in love with these species. Like, they, I had one girl who was really upset because she couldn't find a bull snake at the show, and that's really what she wanted. And so I had a good talk about her mom with her mom about how like that's not really like an If The girl was like seven or eight, and has never owned a snake, and I think this was her first time holding snakes, and she wants a bull snake as her first snake. And I'm like, don't discourage that necessarily because you shouldn't get snakes you don't want just to have experience. But if she does want something that's harder, you know, you need to be looking around for someone locally who maybe breeds them or who has them as pets, and she needs to get some hands-on experience with snakes before.
0: Why do you think bull snakes find... are hard? Just because they're big?
1: They're bigger and they like you need to be able to read body language because they are more apt to bite you. Um, if they're cranky and you don't understand any kind of snake body language if you're eight and you're just like playing with your snake and it's a little nippy because you're not paying attention uh, that can really put someone off of reptiles. I just think a bull python
0: the same. In terms of body language reading, needed to be done. I don't think any eight-year-old should have a pet snake without strong adult supervision. But
1: you're not wrong. Are um, I don't know. Uh, anyway, so are we're talking about blue...
0: AF. So, like, that's enough reason. Well, we were talking that. about
1: blue beauties and how I've been at that show. I had already had like five people ask me if I breed blue beauties. Yeah, blue so beauties them, I was, like, are terrible. The market pets. is is heating up for them, but they're like they're not beginner snake yeah, no. and, I would definitely. and not... they're not like friendly
0: <laughs> well they, they're they basically a racer with a rat snake head so yeah. they want to run away all the time
1: right and so and they're super sassy and so people are seeing them on our channel and they want them and I'm not saying that don't discourage I'm not saying they shouldn't have them I'm just saying they shouldn't be like your first pet queef, snake when you're eight you know
0: Maybe she should, like, because she's an influencer that technically targets her content to children, like, this is not targeted to children. So we can say a bull snake's a good pet because we're targeting adults who are fully capable of understanding.
1: Well, she has, like, videos specific to that, like the right, best pet. Right, but I think. Pet, I, I was saying, anyway, she, put, she put,
0: like, an infographic every time she talks about a species. Like, this is medium difficulty. And so a little kid, and it's an in, in orange and green is like a corn snake a leopard gecko what else is actually easy that's right right
1: no that's an orange idea. is
0: like hey and so it doesn't have to say anything in the video but every time that species is highlighted it's like this is a difficulty and so like if a five to ten year old sees it they don't just become like weirdly fixated on i have no idea yeah Maybe we should get in I mean, priorities. She's doing a wonderful it's, thing. She definitely needs saying. to not
1: stop or anything. Keep, keep doing what you're doing, Emily. I mean, like, she's a favorite here. And my kid completely idolizes her and wants to grow up to be like her. And I think that's fantastic. And she's doing, like, so much good. And like I said, so many kids are being exposed to reptiles. Where in the past, that wasn't as possible. You know, you got that one time the reptile man came to your elementary school... So, I mean, I just, I think it's great. And she's getting people in the door at shows. So many people in the door at shows, which I'm really grateful for. I did sell a ball python to a little girl who was a huge Emily fan. It was really cute. So she's just keep doing what you're doing. But I I think that, you know, if she had extra bandwidth, the coloring system would be just that much better to help kids understand.
0: Right. because like Clint. So, so, so not to rip off Clint, but like that system. Just like a a visual reminder that this isn't like whatever
1: she has ten year old's first pet yeah, snake. Yeah, she has yeah.
0: Argentine boas and whatever. Like that's probably not you shouldn't be like trying to get people really into Argentine boas when they're five. I don't think. What do I know though? Right. Yeah, I don't know how much she, her her personal responsibility begins or ends.
1: Oh, definitely not her personal responsibility, but it just something that I've noticed.
0: Have you ever noticed that when people come and ask you if you have something that you don't have, that, like, like that process is very confusing to me. Like, that they will walk around looking for something rare, asking everybody if they
1: have it. Or if they breed it so that they can take their card.
0: Right, but they usually, like, that's, like, still an impulse person. Don't you think? Like, they're going to... They knew they wanted a blue beauty, but they went to the show to look for one and then couldn't find one quickly, so asked literally every person if they had one or knew someone who had one. Doesn't that feel still sort of impulsive? Like, if you wanted a snake, you would just go on Wharf Market and you'd buy it.
1: Right, but I have the luxury of, of understanding how you network inside the reptile industry in order to acquire reptiles. The everyday person who's been exposed to Clint or who's been exposed to um, Snake Discovery, they don't have that knowledge. They haven't been on... But they kind of do because Clint
0: and Emily do
1: Morph Market promotional I didn't figure out Morph Market because of them. And that's how I got introduced to the reptile hobby is through them. And they don't talk about it enough that you know to go and do that at all. So I stumbled upon... So you're saying
0: online. John Layman should sponsor snake discovery, yeah? 100%. Because she doesn't like tie in morph market Absolutely. naturally enough.
1: All right, John. If you're listening, does he listen? I don't know. He is our
0: personal hero, though, as evidenced by like episode yeah. seven or whatever number it was. Yeah. If he is so, listening, that would actually make a lot of sense because it would get people. It would force a lot the of these issue. people,
1: I would say, you're probably going to have to go on Mor- morph market to find that. And they would just look at me like I was speaking a foreign language. And I would have to go into an explanation of what is Morph Market.
0: Yes. There needs to be, like, a messaging correction. Because going and looking for a rare or unusual animal at a reptile show is usually a recipe for disappointment. Well, and there was,
1: like, almost no variety at this show. Oh, re- was a less variety than the April show? There wasn't. I don't think there was boas. I don't think there was hognose. I don't think there was. I didn't see very many colubrids. There was only two tables selling corn, uh, You, your babies at Holly's table, and uh, Cascade corns. And then there was like geckos and spiders and crusties I think there was a leechy guy. And then everything else was ball pythons or merchandise. It was a really poor selection of the show. Do you feel like maybe I should message Jeff? But Holly didn't do good. So like, do you feel Jeff like, was there and he st- he was bending. He no, I'm talking about really Jeff bad. Bong
0: Cascade Corns. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Like if Jeff, if, can... if if there's only two corn yeah. people, you would think Corns would do well because that'd be the only other thing besides ball pythons. But Holly didn't do good. Maybe nobody really did that good.
1: No, I don't think people did good at the show. Yeah, in general.
0: Do you know anybody else who was a vendor that did good or bad? You can not be specific if you want to be.
1: Yeah, one of my vendor friends, he sold like 30 snakes again. And made like 5,000. 5, I asked. He said he wasn't. You already asked. I or did. It was my first question. I was like, so what, am I, what do I got to give him extra to make those sales, James? And he's like, uh, and I was like, you know, a little favor under the table. And he was like, I gave no favors.
0: <laughs> is it just the amount of inventory that he brings, you think? Because he had a bigger.
1: Uh, he had like 65 snakes. I had 40. Oh, I... I had three full displays of snakes. He, But he only brought 65.
0: And you he brought, only, brought 60. only 40. And he sold 30 okay. of 65.
1: And I sold nine. What is going on here?
0: I think he is sucking dick behind the, the building, even if it's not on the I'm table. I'm like,
1: what are you doing over there? Because he sold 30 at the last show, too, the two-day show.
0: I don't know. I don't have an explanation. Uh, you're going to have to get, like, a um, like get a poker and put it in, like, the fire and, and like, put it in front of his eye and <laughs> threaten him uh, a little bit. He
1: is a active U.S. military, so... I'm, I I actively
0: suck the dick of U.S. military. It, it doesn't <laughs> seem to
1: make a difference for me. <sighs> anyway, he's definitely not listening, but good job. Anyway. Right.
0: <laughs> Congrats. Obviously, like, these kind of discussions are mostly pointless, right? Because right. every show is different. Every there's person no walking up it. to every table is different. Correct. And different. there's
1: no way to predict how you're going to do. Right.
0: But fucking killing the chicken and pulling the entrails out and like trying to figure it out it's part of of the fun to me i don't know for sure hell yeah well you did okay and holly did terrible but collectively so your next show is when september
1: 24th in spokane i'll have a information picture on my instagram in the next week or so with details if you're in the area we'll see you there and we will be staying the night in Spokane
0: is that one even smaller
1: yes Right. I think it'll be on par with the one yesterday but it's but that one was smaller than yesterday's one was smaller than the May one okay
0: is Holly not gonna go because she doesn't feel like it (laughs)
1: She's gonna go to the spaghetti one. Tables.
0: Okay. Good luck, everybody. I'm glad I'm not doing it. What happened this week since the last podcast? Collection wise, I can't remember even what we talked about on your
1: side. I can't remember either. I'm not nothing exciting.
0: Okay. No new clutches. I don't
1: know if I talked. To, did I talk about my G stripe clutch? G stripe clown clutch? Yes. Okay, well that was the last exciting clutch. I have a clutch pipping, but it's pin DG to lesser, so nothing nothing cool coming out of that.
0: Well my the clutches that I transported have begun to hatch and are not dead. That is my update. Very exciting. And those snakes were low seventies sometimes and jostled all around the whole world and moved obviously like carried and but then like shook and for 10 hours a day <laughs> <laughs> they have shaken baby syndrome is what i'm I was saying gonna say they fine. were shaken <laughs> it's
1: shaken bacon i helped <laughs> <laughs>
0: they're fine no it's like incredible. umbilical kinky things they just took they all pipped on day 60 instead of day 55 or whatever because they were just cooler for a little bit and they're fine. So I don't think people should try to shake and bake their baby ball pythons but if you have to they seem fine. It's probably worse if you do that when they're very young like embryonically. If you shake and bake a little blastula that's probably not that great. It might actually detach from the air pocket and then drown. But an older embryo so far so what's
1: the corn clutch that's hatching right now I
0: don't have a corn clutch hatching
1: I thought you posted this week a a little corn face coming out of an egg nope
0: whoa (laughs) been smoking the good stuff
1: oh it was a ball python not a corn I'm sorry see I'm not totally insane
0: I know that is like proof I just said like the ball pythons
1: came out and then we're fine you said ball python. I heard corns. No. Let's continue. I think I've expired. Just uh, shutting down.
0: Hopefully the audio quality this week is better. And if it's not, then I'm gonna run away. Okay, I have a question. How many times should I feed the corn snakes that have already eaten six times? This time before posting them for sale. What do you think? Twice. You think twice is proof that they're eating and happy? reestablished. Correct. What about ball pythons? Three. Boas don't give a shit.
1: Boas once.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I'm. I'm just like going through it and uh, going through like that.
1: I would say they'd have to eat twice in a row for me. Some of them
0: are like still on boiled or whatever, so they're not ready for nothing. Somebody wants a wholesale lot of boiled only eaters. Cool. (laughs) Are you gonna do it? Yeah. It's not even that hard. It's just like, I can't sell them as boiled. So how many times do I have to feed them boiled before they decide to eat regular frozen salt? Sometimes they do it right away. Sometimes they stay stuck and boiled. What does boiling do? It just changes the smell and the texture a little bit. I don't like to actually boil them, but I'll just put scalding hot water on it, and it'll sear like the outside of the pinky, drain it off and cool it down so the inside's still raw. But it smells different to me. Interesting. So there are some... Corn snakes with only boiled pinkies. And so you can like move them off of it, but like less and less boiling time. Like instead of like 10 seconds in the hot water, it's five. And so that's what you do, but it takes, it takes time. It sucks. Boring. I'm like this close to needing to buy my own black box
1: racks. Oh, you're closer now. They're so good. I love them.
0: Yeah. I was thinking about getting. I love them very hard. Like two 20 pocket ones. Yeah. And then ordering yeah, I have stuff. To- I need you know everything to go everywhere all at once and I know at the very least I since I'm not selling anything very quickly or at all because I'm not selling anything I have too many ball pythons for the amount of ball python slots that exist
1: do it I cannot wait to have my building set up in the next two weeks because I need that I have four black boxes so they two stack on each other I need the others to stack here pretty quick. Oops. <laughs> Did
0: you buy the gray fp 5s or the clear ones? I gray. They are cheaper.
1: The clear ones, if I was going to do colubrids or if I was going to do colubrids or ball pythons, I would probably get clear, but I mostly do ball pythons.
0: I like a hundred clear already. So if I give the clear ones from the ball pythons to the boas or whatever. Right,
1: right, I right. Like right. Yeah, I get out all the do. ball
0: pythons ones.
1: Right, Jan. We're done. Uh, Did we do it? Um, <laughs> you guys are about to go from the chair to my bed. <laughs> Janet's
0: gonna go estivate. Um, yes. And I've been estivating this entire time. Just remember, if someone uses a big word, it doesn't actually mean they know what they're talking
1: about. Including me, by the way. <laughs> uh, Definitely me.
0: <laughs> Next week, I don't know what's happening. I don't really care. But Janna doesn't have a show, so she'll be more awake, and we might have a, might do a guest because we are backed up on, like we're constipated with guests.
1: Yes, we are constipated with guests. Yeah, just so like we should probably do that.
0: Probably need to take a magnesium oxide shot of guests.
1: Probably just a... there might be lots of guests coming up. Um, if you're in the the harem. Go ahead and uh, comment who you'd like to see on the show. Or if there's episodes you'd like to hear us do, always feel free to comment those. Right, Shane uh, we'll is probably next. He's
0: admitted out loud because he's a sponsor. And he wants to talk about... He wants to tell Jana everything about Leopard geckos. She doesn't want to know.
1: Hard. I'm down for that. <laughs> All right. <laughs>
0: Bye, everybody. I. Scared to touch it. You're scared to touch what? <laughs>